It's time now for the Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins, proudly brought to you by Delta Hospitality. And here are your hosts, Matthew Duncan and Peter Swampy Marsh. Welcome to episode 18, Peter Swampy Marsh. Hello, Maddie. Hello, listeners. And thank you to Beryl. A very nice job you, in Beryl. introduction this week. And, well, what a weekend it was at Dolphin Oval, Maddie. Wow, Swamp. That was magic. It, enormous crowd. Big crowd. The, the, the day lived up to its name. It was definitely fun a day. fun day for everyone involved. Huge junior crowd along. Great to see that the future of the Dolphins out there. Next Rocky Capewell, yes. the, the next Josh B. Hags. I've no doubt we're out there running around on the week. No doubt about that, Swampy. There, there was a little announcement. Well, it wasn't very little. It was rather big, wasn't it? Well, there were some big names there on the weekend. The mayor got there on, he did. on Sunday. Cool member Luke Health was there. And some bloke uh, called Tony Owens rocked oh. in. Tone just rolled into Dolphin Oval. Well, I didn't know it was happening. I'm sitting there and these these You're guys come in and they look. I thought, geez, they look very serious for the football. And then there was some police there, and I thought, hang on, what's going on here? I started to get a little bit concerned for my own safety. I thought something's going down here. And then Flipper come and told me Tony Abbott was coming. There you go, the Prime Minister. Yes. Now, of course, for those who haven't heard the news between now and then, he brought his wallet, did the Prime Minister. Yes. And just had a little sneaky couple of pineapples to the tune of $4 million. That's a big number. $4 million. That is a lot of dollars. To chip in towards the Dolphin Stadium. Amazing news. Now, that joins $3 million that the local council yes. has already chipped in. So that's enough to get the first stage of a boutique stadium at Dolphin Oval up and running, Maddie, and something the club has campaigned for for a very yeah. long time. We're on our way. Tony Abbott was there on what was a huge Sunday at Dolphin Oval. Some rumours that he was only coming to chip in $2 million, Yes. And Flipper actually dragged him behind the change rooms and said... Look, Tone, do you see what happened to Mick Fanning? Do you want that to happen to you? And then after that little, yeah. little chat... Double it up. Double it up. So Flipper... Actually, come in, Flipper. He's just come here. in, mate. Yeah, hello. We, yes. we know what you did. Well done. And I, don't, I don't give Flipper compliments often, but well done, Flipper. The mail is he got him in a headlock. Well, he was trying to get Mick yeah. Fanning in a headlock. Yeah, and Mick got Mick, a couple on him. Yeah, he did. Just to top it off on Sunday, Dolphins got the money in the Queensland Cup. Huge win in the Queensland Big Cup. And some good wins, almost three out of three across the yes, grades. But it's, it was a definite meatloaf. Tell us about it, meatloaf. Two out of three, out That's four. never bad. So. But let's get into it for this week, man. That's right. And the week that was brought to you by Woodland Shop Fitting. And Swampy, let's start with those lower grades first. On the Saturday, the BRL went off to Kevin McKell Oval and took on the West Brisbane Panthers for a big win. 52 points to 12. So back on track after that loss the week before. So that was a, that was a good victory. And I spoke to Alex Bishop, the skipper of that side, on Sunday. And he said, despite the big score, they're really happy how they defended there on Saturday. So they look like they're back on track. Now, the first game on Sunday, we got there at midday to see the Colts in action. And South Slagan were the better side all day. And they led. And then the Dolphins scored two quick tries to take the lead and we thought well we're going to get out of jail in this way we haven't played well but we're going to grab the two points and then right on full time South Lake going to put in a kick look like it was going to go dead South Lake going to batted it back into the infield dived on it and scored a heartbreaker a heartbreaker after the, the sirens going off in the background and they grabbed the two points so disappointing way to start the day but then the, the rest of the day all went to plan absolutely a huge 46-6 win uh, over South Logan in the Intrust Super Cup game, Matty. And 
Look, it's uh, it was 16 zip half time and and a very torrid 20 minutes to open the, the game. The first 20, it was nil all. It was a real arm mm. wrestle early, and you thought, well, Dolphins can't get on top here. And then it was a Darcy Etrich try from dummy half that broke it open, and they went to that half time with a 16 nil lead. And then the second half. We've seen the Dolphins switch off sometimes when they've gone to halftime with some of those leads. Just would have been so easy for them to think, you know, we probably got this one in the bag and not quite give it their all in that second half, especially where the season is at the moment. Not the case at all. The floodgates really opened after halftime and and the Dolphins were able to put put a huge score on them. It, It was great to see. That second half was some of the best footy they've played all year. The defence was great. And some of the tries, you know, when you lux in, you lux in. Some of the times those balls just stick and, and makes you look uh, unbelievable. Do go and watch the highlights, folks, because you there's some wonderful tries uh, scored in that second half. And let's not forget to mention this, despite the big win, Matty, some massive outs from the team before the game. Uh, we mentioned in last week's podcast, there's a question mark over a few players. Johnny Green was doubtful, didn't play. We said Trent Richardson was very unlikely, didn't play. We said Tommy Opacek, Unlikely, didn't play. We said Tyson Cleal in front of the judiciary, he had the week off. They're massive outs. Huge outs. Like just a real core on both experience and, and some some hungry young blood in that team, Matty, just just completely gone before kickoff. But every single player that came into that side did an amazing job and you're listening or hearing Cowboys interview, he really struggled to, to pick out sort of one player because everyone did the job, everyone turned up and especially those players who came in did the job for the red and white. One player that would like to stand out after an extended layoff, Shane Pamippi... It's like he never left. ...has come straight back in, and that's... He had a hip injury, and that's not an easy injury to come back for, but his form has just been amazing. And, and he scored that second try on Sunday that kind of set the floodgates open, and then uh, he made a break in the second half. I think it might have been the Dolphins' last try, Aaron Whitchurch's try. He made the break, and he was looking for support, and he could see the defence coming. He has put one of the best... Kicks off the outside of his boot, perfectly placed, and the ball sat up for Whitchurch. It was it was probably the try of the day. One of the best tries um, I've seen in the Dolphins this season. One yeah, of those ones that no. gets you up out of your Very seat. Impressive. Hats come off your head. Hat went off. I cheered. I threw. I think I threw a water bottle in the air. Did and, you? And uh, that was exciting times. Would you want to get it run over and grab the gun or anything? Yes. Sip it on hands. Yes. But well, see, I'm normally high fiving, but you weren't there. I wasn't there. I'm you sorry. You let me down. And our other co-host, Jebba, yes. wasn't there either. Oh. So I've gone to high-five to my left, hanging, high-five to my high right. Five to your right. No one there to high-five. I had to run around and give Flipper a fin. Was that was that just after he just had a quiet word to the Prime Minister? Oh, yeah, that, was, that had all been done. That was just mm. before half-time. So he was probably right up. He did it. his heavy work, and, um, yeah, so no, he was right. Now, unfortunately, we are in, in the business of watching other results at the moment, Matty. Yes. Um, now, last week we spoke about what the computer had spat out as our it best did. option going forward. And they said, Redcliffe have to win everything. And then there was a key game on the weekend that said that Mackay needed to defeat the Northern Pride. Oh, they, got, they, they gave it a good They gave good, it a red-hot go, but they failed, I think, by four points. I did. So that printout we've got last week, just straight up. Oh, you, you're, you're tearing it before you're going to put it in the shredder. It's that much done, that's, is it? That's how wow. bad it is. So that's the sheet. But we have got a new one, and I'm just going to press the button here that's going to spit out what is our best option There's going forward. Have, have we got the fire extinguisher? 
because I think the computer yes. might start light on fire. There's a lot of calculations going on here. We, we've called NASA folks yes. and we said, F- forget all those blokes floating around up there. Yep. We need your computers to sort so this out. So all I do is I feed old programs in and the computer sorts out the rest about Jesus, what happens. Isn't it? It's really good. So I'll just press this button. Now, here's the piece of paper that we've got. Now, it's saying, number one, so nothing's changed here. Number, number one, one, still the same. Redcliffe have to win all remaining games. Correct. So that happened last week, So, but where we had to win four remaining, we're down to three remaining. So, so far, so good here. Now, number two, it's saying that Easts need to lose their last three remaining games. Thankfully for us, we're one of those games, so yes. that's in our control. So that helps. That control. helps. Now, the third and final point is that Mackay have to lose two of their three remaining games. be great if they lost them all. would be good. But they, if they lose two of their remaining three, and we win them all, we'll sneak into sixth spot. That's what the computer is saying. It, is it does say that. There's another option where Northern Pride lose their last three games. Correct. But the computers work out that the three games that they've got compared to the three games that East have got are easier for Northern Pride to win. Although we do play them on the weekend oh, we and we could, we could flog them and they could lose their confidence and, and that would work as well. But the computer says East to lose their last three games is the better option for us. If it comes down to a tied scenario, Matty, which could could happen somewhere here, folks, yes. the Dolphins thankfully have a very good forward against record against lining up against either of these teams. Yep. So that will be helpful if we get to that situation, but that's still a big if at the moment. To bring you up to that with the ladder, folks, East sit in fifth spot on 28 points. The Pride sit in sixth spot also on 28 points, and sixth is where we need to get. Mackay sit in seventh on 24 points, and we are right there in eighth on 23. So we're there or thereabouts, but we do need some things to go our way. So that's the key. That's what the computer said. But before we wrap up the week that was, let's have a listen to what Troy Cowboy Lindsay had to say after the game. Cowboy, a big day for the, the club, a big crowd, and a, a big win. Yeah, it was a good day. You know, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, it was a fair arm wrestle there at the start. You know, we sort of stuck in there and held on there and... Then the gates sort of opened for us because uh, we sort of completed and uh, got you know, got a few results go our way and you know floodgates open. I guess that's something we haven't seen all year is that patience early in the game and, and to get get into that early arm wrestle. Yeah, exactly. You know, and we've been working on it all year. You know, that's all you got to do. Sometimes you got, might have to do it for 70, 80 minutes. You know, to complete and just hold staff them the footy and the rewards will come and you know that's what happened today a little bit you know they come out first 20 minutes it was a good tough hard arm wrestle from end to end and then uh, it sort of opened up a little bit in that second half and then the first half they come our uh, second half sorry they come out and just they come out with a little bit of fire but you know, we sort of snuffed that out straight away that second half when the floodgates opened some some great tries and, and the ball just stuck in that second half didn't it yeah they did you know blokes pushing on the ball and you know, the opportunities arose and there was someone there and, you know, and that's what it's about, taking the opportunities when they come and they did. You must have been impressed with the guys that come into the side, of course, some, some big key outs through the week after that game and win them. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they all done their part and, and they done it really well. So, you know, that's what they had to do and, you know, they may have to do it again next week too because, you know, I don't know whether we'll get too many back. Was it tough getting the team up after that loss at Wyndham? Of course, put all back to an end finals hopes for this year? Yeah, it was. You know, this, we were a little bit concerned. They were probably a bit flat 
you know, through the week. And, uh, you know, we were a little bit concerned with that. So we just had to, you know, keep it our role and keep positive ourselves and, you know, and hopefully get a result today, which we did. How much would you like to keep the score to nil that try right on full time? Just the only only <laughs> try led in all day. Yeah, you know that would have been the ultimate. I think keep them nil and you know give them six points. Well, it's not a bad scoreline after all, I suppose, but it would have been nice. Anyone in particular stand out for you today? Uh, no, I thought they all done a pretty good job all round. You know they all put their hand up like you said. Those blokes that come into the side, they all done what role they had to, and the blokes that were there, you know, sort of took a little bit more responsibility too. So it was good. Any injuries out of today? Yeah, it looks like we'd lose Chero. You know, he could be gone for the rest of the year now with a uh, shoulder. Don't exactly know what, but it doesn't look too good. And uh, no, I think that was about it. But I don't think we're going to get too many back either. Uh, big game next week against a real bogey side, Northern Pride. Yeah, it is. You know, I would have liked, you know, all those big guns on board, but, you know, it doesn't look like we're going to have them. And we'll just go with what side we can get. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Cowboy. Congratulations. Cheers. I also had the chance to catch up with big Marty Caldwell after the game, who came into the side this week to replace the injured John Green. Marty, a big win for the club today on, on a, a huge day for the club in front of a big crowd. How was it out there? Yeah, it was good, mate. It was good atmosphere. We, we really got up for it and um, enjoyed, enjoyed getting the win, the two points. Mate, you've had to come in the side a few injuries out of the game last week. How, how did you find it back in the, in the team? Oh, yeah, mate. Um, I, I love playing back up there. It was uh, really enjoyable and a um, good, good bunch of blokes and we, we really put our, put our front foot forward and got over the line today. It was good. Uh, surprisingly, it was still nil all after 20 minutes. It was a real arm wrestle early, wasn't it? Oh, definitely. They, they always tough their slogan. Um, they always turn up to play and they, they never give up. That's the, the passion in their jersey they have. So it was, it was a good contest. And what's it like playing in front of a, a, a crowd like you're seeing today? We don't always get those types of crowds at Dolphin Oval. It's fantastic atmosphere there today. Yeah, I started off the bench today and I come out of the tunnel and um, I couldn't believe the crowd because when we're warming up, you don't see it. So it was um, it was really you know incredible to come out and see that that crowd there today, especially with only two teams playing. So it was it was great, all the juniors there. So definitely definitely gets us up. How, how much do you think it's worth to you as a home team when you've got a crowd like that? You, you can't beat that. I think that um, having a home crowd like that and getting getting behind the boys, it, it, you know, you thrive off that sort of stuff and you, you want to play for, for the, for the Shire and for, for Redcliffe, definitely. Big game next week against the Pride, mate. So how do you prepare for that one? Yeah, Pride are always very tough and very physical and, you know, back home again. So that'll be... Oh, it's up at Innisfale, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know... Uh, you always got to step up for pride, you know. Um, not sure and what what the team makeup will be, but you know, if I'm in that again, I'd love to love to rip into pride, definitely. Fantastic, mate! Congratulations on the big win. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks very much to Cowboy and Marty for their time. So that was the week that was brought to you by Woodland Shop Fitting. Now, Swampy, we were so positive at this point last well, week, looking at injury ward. Injury we, we said ward. we'd move into smaller digs. We'd, we'd had a smaller room. We said we don't need all this space now. Let's no. move into this little room next door. So we moved all the beds in, and we got there, and. Now we've had to move back into the bigger, bigger room again. We did some, unfortunately, in the Finns' pursuit for uh, to win all their, their last games, Marty. There's some some really big losses uh, from the weekend. So run us through those current season injuries, Swamp. Okay, so as they had been all season, folks: Zach Strasser, a shoulder injury; Kane Matthews, a knee; Joe Bond, also a knee; Richie Anne, a shoulder injury; Brendan O'Regan, a knee injury; Christian Morris, a dud shoulder; Jared Cherry, an ankle injury; and Brandon Lee, a knee injury. Now, we've had another guy there. We've been promising he's a couple of weeks ago. I think we're going to write him off for the season. And that, unfortunately, is Josh Benjamin. Not looking likely that he'll so be we're, back. We're going to push season. him to the season ward. Hey, we, we were wrong, Josh, and we see you back. 
maybe in one of those last three games, but it's not looking likely. Fortunately, Matty, we've got two very big ins to this. Well, at this stage, it's looking like season. We don't have a lot, of, lot left. So there's not a lot of time to recover. One, Anthony Cherrington Massive. injured his shoulder on the weekend. Looks like that will be all we see of Chero for the year, which is an enormous loss. The other one, Trent Richardson, who, who was just starting to find some great consistent form for the Dolphins, had been the, one of the Dolphins' best in the last three or four games that he played. And unfortunately, uh, from his injury against Wynnum, yeah. where he did yeah, well, exactly. uh, hasn't recovered and, and looks to also be moving into that, that season injury list. Unfortunately, Matty, a bit of bad news, but that's uh, the injury award for this week, brought to you by Payne Dixon. Time now to have a look at this week's preview, brought to you by Design Line Graphics. Now, Swampy, it's Country Week. It is Country Week. Great week. I love Country Fantastic. Week. Fantastic, It's a great you? initiative. Great initiative that the Dolphins have gone to some wonderful places of, of the world. First time they went to, I think it was Kilcoy. Correct. And then they went to Roma. Then last year they went to Longreach to take on the Burley Bears. Correct. And now they're off to Innisfail. Great part of the world. Lovely part of the world. Fortunately, that does mean it's a little bit less for the pride to travel. But... Great to see that we're taking the game out there. Uh, it'll be Sunday afternoon at 2pm that the Finns will take on the Pride in Innisfail. In the BRL of this week, uh, we'll be taking on the Gators. Now, this is a local game, not to Redcliffe, but to the Morton Bay region, folks. Gators at the South Point Sports Complex yeah. at Brent. That's on Saturday afternoon at 3 30 That's a great complex, too. A great South complex. I love great South complex. complex. For the Colts, week off, week off this week. Have, have a break. Have a bye. Now, I suppose the... As we spoke earlier, Matty, it doesn't change for the Finns this week. They've just got to keep winning. No ifs, buts, or two ways. Oh, no way. No, they just need to win the computer set. And, well, if, if you lose another one, you are definitely gone. And it is always a tough game against the Pride. doesn't matter whether we're up there, down here, or sideways. They know how to turn up to the Pride. So, but Swampy, as we've said, Northern Pride, I'd say the Dolphins' biggest bogey team of all, all time. All time. We've got a terrible record. We do have a terrible record. Certainly of recent. recent. It's, uh, they are. And look, we, we've got close and we played them back in round six this year, Matty. Had them on toast. Had them. 18-16 loss in the end. So, and that was... Northern Pride hadn't won a game all year at they that point. They were the they defending were premiers and, and they were gone. They were talking about what we have been disappointing, but they'd been, they'd been more disappointing and we... We've kind of played them into form that game. We did. So, so look, I, I, that scoreline, Matty, and the performance that was there shows that this team can do it. Um, oh, especially that team on the park at the weekend. They, they, were, they were electric. They were absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So give me a score. We might give them a touch-up. Touch-up score. Yes. Here you go. 34-8. Well, they've got plenty of points in them to the fins, don't they? Oh, they, oh, they can score some great tries. 34-8. I'm going to call it a complete reversal from round six. We're going to beat them 18-16. Ooh, ooh, that's going to be tough to come on Twitter. It is going to be very tough. Very nerve-wracking. Take hats off. Put all programs away, please. We've got a record. so I do a bad record. So I think we can do it, buddy. We will. Um, we'll win on the weekend. I'm confident. And of course, stay tuned to some of the other results. But that's the preview for this week, Matty. And that's this week's preview brought to you by Design Line Graphics. Now, Swampy. I liked the triangle last week. Tim Marsh, the triangle player. Got was, a lot. Tom Marsh, sorry. Tom. Tom Marsh, the triangle player. was very popular. He was very of, good. Had a lot of emails and tweets about Tom Marsh. Very efficient. There's a, there's a, there's a bloke out there. His name's Richard. Yes. Uh, and he's been holding up a tuba. A tuba? For, for weeks. He's been, I have seen. So, I didn't know his name was Richard. The tuba player. He's getting very um, very sore arms, so yes. I think we should give him a chance. Okay. So, Call him Richard. R- Richard, yep. You just watch the door. Yep, yep. In you come, mate. You're Richard, Matty, Flipper. Yep. And uh, look, uh, look, look, live up to. Righto, Richard. Hit us with what you got, pal. 
Yeah, that was good, Richard. That was good. No, but thank you. No, we'll we'll call you if we need you again. No worries, mate. Time now for Around the Grounds with Swampy. Body by Village Motors. Now, of course, we we can't talk about Around the Grounds without just touching on the Finns Fun Day again, Maddie. Just from all aboard at the Dolphins, from the staff and the Dolphins players themselves, we've got an enormous thank you to pass out to everyone who came along, uh, whether that's you listeners, affiliate clubs. Just an enormous thanks to everybody, sponsors, junior families, clubs, organisations, and the Junior March Pass. So it just made an absolutely terrific day. One of the best days at Dolphin Oval all year. And lots of players have actually commented about how much fun the day was. Just fantastic stuff. First time volunteers actually got involved on the day, helping out the Dolphin staff as well. Big days like that don't happen without just the, the tremendous volunteers that, uh, that the club does have. So uh, a big thank you to all those volunteers as well, Maddie. Big congratulations from us and the club on all of your uh, hard hard work and efforts on the day. Well, I've got a note here. I think it's, it's scrawled as if someone's not written with a human hand. It might be with a fin. But uh, it, apparently Flipper's highlight of the day was uh, meeting the Prime Minister and it says here giving him a hug. Yeah, well, Look, it wasn't. There yeah. are differing reports a on hug. a hug. So that's the official report. Yeah, we, it was we a headlock. I've seen it. Well, look, it says here that Flipper thought Tony was actually going in for the tackle. So maybe Flipper just... We know. I can oh. tell you now, he had him in the headlock. He was going to get two million and he got us up to four. So that's the best thing Flipper's done all year. It is. Well done, Flipper. Thanks, Flipper. Back to the Finns fun day. Definitely. It was an excellent day uh, for the last day of the junior season. Hooroo to our under-7s and under-8s for the years, Matty, as well as the lower division teams who didn't quite make the finals. Under-9s and under-10s have a gala day gathering this Saturday, and that'll be it for them too. For the couple of teams that are playing, the junior draw is up on the website and on the mobile app, so jump in there and have a look. It's another week of fixtures for the Premier and Division 1 teams, but there's quite a few teams that have gone through to preliminary finals at the weekend, which is uh, very, very good stuff there. So congratulations to all of them. Uh, And of course, around the grounds, we're just going to ship it up north for a little bit and say thank you and hello to all of our red and white supporters in North Queensland. We do have a lot up there. We do. Well, look, well, we know we've got supporters from all around the world. Yeah. Pod. yeah. Plenty of red and white supporters up in the north, so do go along out there. If any of our Northern Queensland listeners are listening, get out to uh, Innisfail and support the Finns. Now, next week, a little bit of a teaser for you. It's going to be an update on the 50th anniversary of the first ever premiership. So stay tuned. President Bob Jones is going to have some great news on that one there as well. And that's Around the Grounds for this week, Matty. Very good, Swampy. And thanks again to our sponsor, Village Motors. Now, Swampy, we normally have a Where Are They Now, but we, we give it a rest for, for a week this week. I want to have a quick chat before the end of the show. In a couple of weeks' time, we've got the Peter Lease Medal. Now, we're going to be there again. It's always a great night out, Dolphins presentation night. Now, the Peter Lease Medal is the Dolphins Player of the Year. Now, I thought we might just have a quick chat as well. Now, there's three games to go. Who did you think... Now, keep in mind last year, you tipped Paul Ireland strongly to win it, and he didn't play. But I think a lot of people thought, yeah, Witters is going to win it. He was a standout last year. And the year before that, Petro had his swan song year and was enormous. And I think a few people thought, Petro's probably going to win that. Now, this year, it's open. Very open. It's open because we've had... With injuries, not a lot of players have got to play every game... So this is really open. I've got eight or ten players at least. That's just the top of my mind, and I could have totally be off track that that are in with a chance. Who? who what? What are your early thoughts? Early thoughts in the season, Matty, and we actually spoke about it on one of the very early pods, one of the, one of our earlier days. 
the good old days. One of the, the first tracks on the Christmas yeah. record. Shane Pumapi yeah. had a tremendous start to the season, and had he not run into that injury, would probably still be right up there for me. But he's missed a lot of a lot of games, a lot of games, a lot of chance to win points. But I had him in my own mind. Clear leader, and of course we don't know the points at we all. Don't. We don't. We're just speculating. But I would have had him myself as as the clear leader before his injury. But he's missed a lot of time and a lot of points. Another player for mine that that's been very very good, and again injury might come in here. Anthony Sherrington been very good, very consistent for a lot of the Great year. Great buy for the Dolphins. Great has been for Mippy, but but. He's set to miss the last three games, which always makes the, the the count right at that end very exciting. So has Chero done enough, perhaps? And did start a little bit slowly, he Chero. Did. took those couple of weeks to, to wind into things, but he, he will definitely pile well. Now, of course, Aaron Whitchurch, the defending champion, he's had his own injury concerns. He's, he's played a week and been out a week, but... Uh, last couple of weeks he's been very strong. He would have polled heavily the last couple of weeks. No doubt he will be right up there, if not taking it out for, for mine with Witters. He's, he's definitely uh, putting in a great defending Peter Lee's medal performance, uh, but there's lots still going around. And look, another one for me that the Haas for the Dolphins have been very, very good all year. And Luke Catewell. Always scores well, of course. Always scores. Uh, um, Previous Queensland Cup Player of the Year. has run second in the Dolphins Player of the Year. A fantastic player and has played most games all year. So he's going to pull well. He's a type of player that's probably got to have him, I think, nearly favourite. Rumours are that you actually lobbied to give John Brady 10 points for every field goal he's kicked this I year. So, well, J- John Brady's a bolter, isn't he? Because he's he, definitely he didn't come into that side for a while. But every game he's played, geez, he's, he's been impressive. So, and that's similar to a player like Marlon Doak, who's, who would have left his run too late. Yep. But the games he's played, you'd imagine he's piled well every time. So he's a, he's another player. And let's not forget the two big front rows, the two big bookends, Fayanga and Green. Now, Green's had his injuries concerns this year, so it mightn't probably get enough points with, through the injuries. But, geez, Charlie Fayanga's got to be a chance. Big Charlie, great on the weekend again. And no doubt he's a chance... Uh, going to be in that mix, but and we could probably keep going for it. For well, the other ones. one is in a similar situation to Chero's, Trent Richardson yep. was probably making a late charge for it as well, but he's now gone for the season. It's going to be fascinating. We, we, I doubt, I don't think we'll get these results. There'll be a little envelope that gets handed to us just before. At the moment, I'd have Rocky as favourite. Oh, I would probably just lean to, to Aaron Whitchurch for okay. mine. Yep. Just. But you can but we, And having said that, we don't know anything. We don't. We're just we don't. a couple of mugs doing a podcast. Definitely, Marcus. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, so that's just our thoughts on the Peter Lee's medalist. Okay, well, that's it, Swampy. That's it for this week. Big week coming up. Every week's, every week's, every week's a big week. Every week's a big week from here on in. And a tremendous week we just had as well with the huge win at the Fins oh. and the uh, the great announcement of Dolphin Stadium. Swampy, it's been a great show. Thanks for joining me. Always a pleasure. Flipper, thanks for your work thanks during for the your week. Extra you're, two starting mils, to, Flipper. you're starting to stand up a little bit, Flipper. He's paying his way. He is. He's come good. Good on you, Flipper. Thanks for listening, guys. Time now, though, to pass the ball around. Listening to the Dolphins Pod, the official podcast of the Redcliffe Dolphins.